rooted and relevant. An ongoing conversation on education, faith, and the human experience with the president of the University of Indianapolis, Tanuja Singh. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people. Welcome to To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble, the podcast where we look to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Here at episode 91 of To Be Encouraged, we have an ongoing conversation with the president of the University of Indianapolis, Tanuja Singh, in episode 90. We hope you go back and we'll catch that episode as the foundation of this conversation, where we're talking on the, to- the topic of being rooted and relevant, a-, a dialogue on education, faith, and the human experience. And in this episode, uh, Bishop Trimble, myself, and President Singh engage in a really a heartfelt, heartfelt conversation about the intersection of education, faith, and the common humanity that we all share. And we discuss the importance of fostering a welcoming and inclusive environment at the university level, a place where students can engage in deep and meaningful dialogues about faith and traditions and shared purpose as all a part of the same family. President Singh shares her passion for empowering students to make a difference in their communities and emphasizing the value of remaining rooted and relevant in today's world. And Bishop Trimble and, and I and President Singh express a commitment to, to promoting and understanding, compassion, and respect across different faith traditions and hoping to be uh, inspirational to people to grow in their contribution and be encouragement in their own lives. So that's what we're about here today, an ongoing conversation on episode 90. We began it with episode 90, and we concluded here with episode 91 of To Be Encouraged. We welcome you to this conversation. So please uh, join the conversation Uh, as Bishop uh, Trimble has some statements to make about his understanding of the rootedness, the foundation of college education in the, what we now know as the United Methodist Church. Let's begin that conversation right now. I I just love hearing uh, President Singh. I'm looking forward to some more lengthy conversations. One of the things Things that out of my our religious tradition, we often re- make a reference to Imago Deo, the sense that the handprint of God is upon every human being, and this is not this is not a denominational identity, but a sense that 
that God's handprint is upon creation and all per and all persons. The the church, our particular church, actually the movement began in an in institution. People like to argue that that the that the Wesleys, the the, the Methodist movement and Methodist clubs in particular began at Oxford University. So really, the United Methodist Church and our predecessors, which included Evangelical and United Brethren Church, and the initial beginning of of UND, you know, was had ties to the United Brethren Church, which eventually became part of the United Methodist Church in 1968. But there's always been a link between liberal arts education and our particular religious tradition and fostering education, not not to create an environment to proselytize people to necessarily become a Methodist or even to all be Christians, but that there was a sense that we were more than just thinking beings. We were we are, we are also spiritual beings. We are people that also have have a moral compass and we have a commitment to serve humanity. These things are still fostered strongly at the University of Indianapolis. I was in, it was interesting to look at the mission which I know is a historic statement on the website, but it still says that the university equips its students to become more capable, not only through thought, judgment, communication, and action, and in, enhance their imaginations, but to gain deeper understanding of teachings of the Christian faith and appreciation and respect for other religions, to cultivate rationa- rationality, tolerance for ambiguity, and to use their intellect in the process of discovery and synthesis of knowledge. That's a lot of words, but I still believe at the end of the day, we all we all are a part of one family. I, this is one of my one of my hobby horses that I often say. That's it. We all really come from one one blood, one human family. Even though we may have different religious expressions, we may have different faith traditions, and I believe, President Singh, that we don't have to shy away from our liberal arts and our church relatedness as as because it doesn't it doesn't have to be interpreted from the standpoint of obviously a lot of the students aren't Methodist or not aren't Christian, but some students all of us bring some story, some some and sometimes sometimes there's a spiritual story and sometimes we're connected. The largest group they say are now the the nuns, uh, those who are not connected to any particular religious. But I believe even then Mike my contention is that the Imago Dei has not changed, that the handprint of God is upon all of human human beings. And so I say all that to say, you know, I don't, I when people ask me about our relatedness, I say, well, some of our, our inability to relate more strongly with some of our institutions has been our own internal struggles as a denomination of not being able to, to, to in, our, in our own discipline and polity, embrace all people, even though we, on one sense, we say all people are of sacred worth and welcome and should be treated and involved, but there's still certain things that our, our denomination has not. So it's not always in alignment with the particular mission statement of the universities that we are connected. But I say all of that to say that we want to be, I want to be, and we certainly want to continue a strong relationship with the University of Indianapolis because we believe that our common mission in the community is stronger than any of the things that might distinguish us, distinguish us from other places. You know, you've actually captured what I was going to say. If you, if you, if you think about, as I look at our young people, they are really. I, I am actually a big 
I'm very optimistic about the students that are coming into our universities because what drives them is a sense of purpose that is different from what I have seen even in my work as a as a faculty as a you know higher education administrator and that purpose is driven by a higher goal it is it definitely you know requires them to be competent in their academic areas and what they're looking for is this common approach to humanity so from a bringing them into this conversation if we did it the the right way if you will should be easier because irrespective of their own faith traditions or no faith tradition at all they are driven by this concept that we are part of humanity because they also come in with certain some of them come in with perhaps some ideas about you know particular religions particular areas it is our role then to help them understand what you just said bishop trimble about us being part of the same human family that at the end of the day we are all driven by purpose that we are we are not just here to you know do a job go home and not think about bigger things in life or bigger purpose so anytime we think about a liberal arts tradition in being able to ask this question about the purpose of human beings why we are here but also using that as the foundation to bring people together that to me is a is an area where we ha- we have we can do some really great work we do provide at UND opportunities for students of different faith tradition no faith tradition to come and talk about this common humanity and that happens on a regular basis students do it it's facilitated by through our RAs it is facilitated through our student uh, student affairs group but i believe that ability to have you know what be this interfaith conversation to me is really important and i believe there is a lot of opportunity for us to sit together different faith tradition to talk about this common humanity which which really is geared towards solving some of the problems we have on this on this planet right now all of these i don't know of any religion that that subscribe to subscribes to violence you know there is no religion that says that it is okay to engage in violence and yet a lot of what is being done in the name of religion and the the violence we see around the world is because of this convoluted understanding of what religion and faith is supposed to do so but but it it by the time i think students graduate if they haven't had a grounding in this conversation it's harder because we have our preconceived notions and it it's universally true about how we interpret our our existence on this so you asked me you know how might we do these things together the ability to lead these conversations provide us with the resources and work with our student population but also our faculty population and having these conversations and making them more the, the norm rather than the exception is an area that i think we can we can have significant impact about the role of faith about the role of this common humanity as we live our lives thank you thank you how can i be help be helpful as a bishop in in indiana and being connected and being a board member how how can i help be helpful to you in your your tenure and i have to forewarn you my tenure is coming to an end next year but there will be another bishop that will follow me next fall 
and we're we're intending to stay in the Indianapolis area, but my my role as an active bishop in Indiana will come to an end next 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 summer. So the one area that I'm hoping to develop, and as you know, you know, we're working on the university's strategic plan and in fact, the conversation has already started. We presented the initial uh, thoughts to the board. We are working on it now. One area that, that would be really helpful is for us to have these intentional conversations on a regular basis on the campus of the university that are led by or that are facilitated by a group of people from different faith traditions, but also by you, Bishop Trimble, or the next bishop, to, to kind of make them not occasional, but more intentional and put that as part of our planning and programming. Now, again, that's a journey. That's not going to change overnight. People will come to these things, but we do a, we do them, but I don't believe there is an inten- intentionality at this time and how we do them. We do them almost as a, I wouldn't say a reaction to something, but almost as an afterthought. And I'm hoping that if we could incorporate that into our regular programming and the way it could be more powerful is if it's led by our students, because they were our students and a few people who have, you know, an interest in the dialogue that we just talked about. Right. The common humanity, because that's a dialogue that's a lot easier than saying we're going to have a faith based only conversation. And how does faith play a role? I believe that is a much easier and a a way to begin to do this in a more intentional way. So the intentionality of it is what I would hope that we can engage in 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 the coming year. Because at this time, you know, because I was asking questions as I was looking for this podcast, I said, so what do we do? We do a lot. We do a lot of interfaith conversations. We have four RAs who are, you know, what I would consider faith-based they they lead faith-based conversations, but it's a list of things, which is very impressive, but I want it to be more than just a list of things, but there is an intentionality to it about what are the outcomes we are seeking. And that would be an area where we could use some help and how we organize it. What might that look like? What might the structure of that look like for the next year? It's interesting, President Singh, you mentioned that because I participated in just what you described several years ago. But it's yeah. pre-pandemic. And one of the things I said was as we were concluding, the students were kind of, I was a co-moderator and students, there were students involved and other faculty were there and students were there. And we said, we need to do this on a regular basis. Of course, nothing happened after that. Yeah. And and I'll take as much responsibility for that as, as a school as well. But we often do these as kind of one-off or in response to something that's happened. So now there's, you know, there's, generated conversation around anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, and and different. But we really, if we could have a broader conversation, as you just described, I would welcome that. I would welcome participating in that and promoting that. And I think it can be broad enough that, that it could really tie into the whole sense, Brad, we were talking earlier around the bigger picture around belonging. You know, how do how do how do you belong in 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 such a such a diverse reality, it seems to me. I'll just jump in here for a little bit that that this could be a place of some sort of intentional, constructive conversation around things that matter 
can be uh, one way to address such things as division and schism. You know, we have our issues in the United Methodist Church, which impact us in our church world, but they also know that there is some uh, spillover to university settings and other things as well. It seems if we focus in on that which is intentional constructive and to deal with some of these pervasive issues and find ways that they be done somehow in the university setting or a, a church setting or some other setting, that could be one approach to dealing with division. Absolutely correct. So recently, I'm, I was very inspired by this one event that took place at the Children's Museum here. They have an exhibit there called Sacred Spaces. And when I, I was invited to the opening of that, and what was beautiful for me to witness in that, and this was very early when I had just arrived in Indianapolis, they were people from all faith traditions, everything, and, and including people who are you know, not traditionally of a certain faith. And listening to them about what they were, so they were families, they had a beautiful event to celebrate it. But when people started talking about their faith in very personal ways, what it means to them, it brought a completely different flavor to that conversation. It wasn't this concept that was you know, out there for people to figure out. They talked about what faith meant to them. And everyone, there were Sikhs, there were people from the Jewish faith, there were people from the, from, there were Muslims, there were Hindus, there were Christians, and they spoke about faith and they did a prayer in their language as well, where, you know, in particular, it just was a beautiful way to approach it, not from a, just, you know, hey, what do you know? how it was from, what does it mean to me? I believe when you translate it into something that's very tangible, personal, that has an effect on your life, it makes a big difference because we can argue all we want about what the Bible said or what the Gita said or what the Quran says. It is important, well, how does it relate to me as a human being? And I'm a big believer, even if we have differences, you know, if you draw concentric circles, there are things that we all care about. And they are generally the same things. We care about our family. We care about this planet. I don't know if someone who says, you know, I want to destroy this planet. We care about people we love. And we care about how we live and how we want to be allowed to live. So if we kind of focus on the things that are common, and it sounds very cliched, so pardon me. I know I'm sounding like, you know, but if we focus on those things, these conversations become easier. So rather than talking about the things that are different, why don't we talk about the things that are common? And those common themes then can help us have more productive and constructive conversations, even though we may have differences of opinion on some of the things that are divisive. And that's a, that has always been my driving force about what do I have in common with you that I can find, that I can find a place to have a conversation about. Commonality. Well, one. I think we're I think we're getting to the point of things that are encouraging, Brad. Yes. Or what are we encouraged by? And I, I want to just start by saying I am encouraged to hear from Dr. Tanuja Singh and the things that are really she's passionate. You're passionate about Dr. Singh, and I'm passionate about making a difference. I have a mission statement to encourage all people with the love of Jesus Christ to rise to their highest potential. But rooted in that is all people. You know, I want to encourage people not to be not to necessarily follow the path that I have followed, but but to recognize that that you are cared for, that you matter. 
no matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, no matter no matter what your social station in life is. And I think that if I when I think back years ago, Brad, when you and I were in college and and we, we were in grad school together, you know, it was good to good to interface with with professors and teachers who really, apart from your family, you know, made you feel like you mattered. You mattered. And I think all of us, in no matter where we are in, in what our work careers may be, have an opportunity to say that to people and to and to put that into the atmosphere that people matter. Mm. Well, <laughs> pr- pr- uh, President Singh, we, uh, as Bishop alluded to, the we love to talk. We could talk all day about lots, lots of these areas, and and these conversations do need to continue in various forms, whether it be on a podcast or on some of the things that we mentioned here today. But what I'm encouraged by is seeing some positive things happening at a campus like UND that are related to helping people, the real life needs of students and how those will be translated into impacting our real communities, whether it's in Indianapolis or Indy or any place in between, it's going to be helpful Mm -hmm. to that. So I'm encouraged by that. But I would love to hear what is encouraging to you at this time. The theme of our podcast is to be encouraged. So what is something in your life, either in your career or personally, that you find encouraging at this moment in time? You know, I am every day encouraged by how UND is actually making a difference in the lives of students. As I look to our partners, whether they're corporate partners or not-for-profit or government partners, the thing that keeps me inspired every day is how a student that goes to UND when they graduate from here, the difference that they are making in their communities, the difference they are making in this city, in the state. And uh, this is not just a a wishful thinking. I hear about the impact they're making every day. I talk to our alumni, young people who graduated a few years ago, people who graduated many years ago. What I'm encouraged by really is this passion our students have to make a difference. Yes, they want to make a living, but they also make a difference. So in Indiana, as you know, we are growing a lot. I'm really encouraged by the opportunities that are presented to our students to be relevant in this very fast-changing world. We are preparing our students for the future of work, but I like to call it, as one of my former colleagues used to say, we are rooted and we are relevant. I want us to be, and I see that every day, that our students are rooted in some very important values and they're relevant in today's world. So a former colleague of mine used this a lot of times. He said, we have to remain rooted. We have to be who we are and we have to remain relevant. And I see this being done at UND and I'm excited about the opportunity to play a small part in making sure that we we keep this commitment to being rooted and commitment to being relevant every day. Rooted and relevant. Bishop, I know you resonate with rooted and relevant. (laughs) Can you give us kind of a final word and a word of thanks to President Singh and anything you want to share? And then maybe close us with a prayer of of encouragement and blessing for the folks at UND. Yeah. Well, let me start by saying thank you to President Singh. And I hope hope you find it as a term of endearment when I encounter you, I often say my president. And as we get to know each other better, I hope you will Hope you will say that. I say that with all due respect. We're glad that you were able to share with us, and we hope others will hear this podcast and possibly see the podcast as well and be encouraged as we tell everybody that you matter. No matter if you think you're a big shot, a little shot, or sometimes you feel like you have no shot at all, 
you matter. You matter to God. You matter to us. And, and I will continue to be encouraged. I really like that. We like to say we're rooted and, and relevant, and we want to make a difference in real time. So we want to make a difference in real time with people's lives and by encouraging them that they are loved and they are needed and they are respected. And this doesn't have to be voted on by any congressional committee. It's, 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 it's a done deal. So thank you for being on the podcast. I want to offer a word of prayer of thanksgiving. Oh God, even in this season that some of us are experiencing as the Advent season and others will celebrate other holiday traditions as we close out the year of 2023, we give you thanks and praise for the blessing of this conversation with President Tanuja Singh. We give you thanks, oh God, for those who may be across the globe someplace uh, traveling, trying to find safety. Oh God, we pray that you will cover them with your grace and mercy, that you will provide food for those who are hungry, shelter for those who are unhoused, and compassion for those who may feel that they have been left out or looked over. Bless us, O God, not that we might brag about our blessings, but that we may be a blessing to others. And we want all to be encouraged. In the name of Christ, we pray, but we give thanks to you, O God, because we are of one family on one planet. Amen. Amen, and amen, and amen. And uh, President Singh, we thank you for being our guest uh, today on To Be Encouraged. You've been listening to the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Triple, the podcast where we look to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. What an inspiring and engaging conversation that Bishop Triple had with President Singh from the University of Indianapolis. As we conclude our conversation here today, we remind you that on episode 90 of To Be Encouraged, we had the first part of this conversation. We invite you to go back and to check out that part and to utilize it here with part two here on episode 91 to get the full context of our conversation. There's a full transcript on our show notes at tobeencouraged.com. In this uh, episode, Bishop Tremble and President Singh and myself, we had some great conversation in a thought-provoking way, and <clears throat> that I wanted just to highlight some of the key points of it about the intersection of education, faith, and humanity. Just a few key takeaways. First was the embracing of a common humanity, recognizing and celebrating the common humanity of individuals, even when you come from diverse uh, traditions, including faith traditions, and the, the importance of promoting inclusivity, compassion, and understanding across the spectrum there. And the second uh, point I thought was really important was the need for a rootedness in relevant education. I think it applies in the church, too, or having a rootedness in biblical and faith education. President Singh talked eloquently about uh, UND's commitment to providing rooted and relevant education for the students, preparing them for a future and instilling them with values as well as part of a holistic approach to student development, which she believes, and I think is correct, is foundational uh, for to be at, to be a, to be engaged in a fast changing world. The third thing that Bishop Tremble and President Singh talked about was a passion for encouraging uh, individual students to recognize their inherent worth and significance 
and the, the understanding that every person, regardless of their background, has value and needs to be affirmed. And the university environment and the church environment are places where that can be affirmed. And so I thought this was a very encouraging conversation between Bishop uh, Trimble and President Singh and myself about the timeless significance of encouragement, of respecting and valuing one another, and helping them to give the tools that we need to navigate a world of diverse perspectives and beliefs. And the dialogue that we had here today uh, is just a, is, was a constructive way about how empathetic conversations can bridge divides and cultivate a sense of, of common purpose. And so that's an encouraging word, I believe, that we had here today on our on our podcast. So we'll have links to everything about President Singh and the UND, uh, how you can get connected with her at UND uh, at our website at uh, tobeencouraged.com. We do thank you for joining us here on the To Be Encouraged podcast. Hope you join us uh, every time as we look to bring an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. So until next time, for speaking for President Julius C. Trimble, I am Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, encouraging you with the words to always do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com. Or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimple. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tribble. And never forget, God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it.